welcome to the party. Welcome, baby, welcome. Welcome, baby, welcome. Welcome to the party. Welcome, baby. Welcome to the party, bung bung! It's your man Claytron, aka the big boss man, aka the clumsy jeweler, cause I'm always dropping gems, aka the milkman, cause I always deliver, aka the PhD of podcasting, the Magnum PI of podcasting, the fucking financial advisor of podcasting, bro. Whatever you want to call me, that's me. I'm him. All right. Um, happy Hump Day to you, my my bung holes my my bung lords i don't know i want to move away from stewies though because because you guys you guys are just bung bunging with me bruh you know we come in here every every uh you know wednesday and sunday and we get we gets to bunging bro you know toboggans bro did you ever hear of a tobogan you know oh shit all over the place right now but um shit bro this week's moving pretty quick this week's moving pretty quick we're already at hump day people we're already there um you know there's a lot of there's a lot of nba news but as i've said i'm i'm not doing any nba news until i have the critical episode with uh mr calvin fresh all right so that's that. Sorry, I keep, I don't know. I keep burping or something. I don't know what's going on in here. Got some green tea though right here, but it's too hot to drink. So, so there's that. Um, uh, on the weekend, on the weekend, what, what I get up to Friday night. I think I stayed in, watched some football Saturday. Um, oh yeah, I already updated you. I was in the fucking shop for ages, getting my fucking hair together. But then after that, Saturday night, so me and Rach had uh, a date night after I finished the potty and all that. We had a date night and, um, that was dope. That was dope. We, uh, we went to this place in Adelaide called the Botanic Garden, um, the Botanic Garden Restaurant. Let me fix this uh, camera angle. That's uh, that's almost fixed, and that's good. Nailed it. Um, Botanic Garden Restaurant, and I do have to tell you this: small fucking serves, and like expensive restaurants always have these small serves, all right? But we got eight different, we got nine different dishes, couple of drinks, yeah, and um. Uh, yo, the Wagyu beef, even though I didn't get a full steak, you see, but that's all right. That's all right. It's not, it's just a piece of, it's just like a little piece of meat, bro. You know, and that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. It's not, it's not, uh, what do they say? What do they say? Size don't matter or something. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't know. <laughs> um, Wagyu beef. I'm telling you, best steak I ever had. If I could have had a full steak of this, I would have been so happy, bro. And I mean, I was happy, but if I could have just had one plate, one meal, and it was just this steak, easy money, bro. That was the best steak I've ever had. My mouth's watering as I sit here. Miranda, I've got dry mouth. I just went for a run. It's stormy. It is a stormy night here in Adelaide. 
and I just went for a run, came back, had a shower. Now I'm on this potty. I had to bring this towel in here because I'm fucking, I think I, I don't think I cooled down enough before I come in here. But it's fine. I'm just excited to get on the fucking, the golden mic, you know? Um, we, uh, what else did we do? Oh yeah. So, and then the dessert comes out. Oh my God, bro. It was fig ice cream with like a burnt fig meringue and then like fig, fig leaf oil in the bottom. And let me tell you this best dessert I've ever had in my life. No bullshit. And I'm a cheesecake guy. I love cheesecake. This fig ice cream and fig meringue and fig oil shit. Yo, what? What? Best dessert I've ever had, bro. And you know that you know that I don't fucking just go saying this because I've been saying Chin Chin, bro. Chin Chin, we probably need to be, me and Chin Chin need to be in some sort of partnership, bro, because I'm always letting Chin Chin know that it's the best meal I've ever had in my life. I'm always saying that shit. I say it on like every fifth or sixth podcast. I'm like, Chin Chin, best meal of my life. And that's still true to this day. But best steak? best tiny piece of steak has to go to the botanic the botanic garden restaurant okay um then uh yeah so chin chin's still the best but this yo i haven't carried on like this about food since chin chin bro that's what that's all i'm trying to say there's a plane flying right now but i got a few emails from you guys saying like um, that you don't even hear it when I'm carrying on about the airplanes. You just hear me carrying on. You don't hear the planes. Um, one guy said, but keep doing it. It's mad funny. Uh, so I might keep doing it, but that, that that's really comforting though, that you don't hear that shit. We got the soundproof sign behind me. It's all, it's all just fucking, it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger at the welcome to the potty podcast, bro. And that is sourced, bro. That's peer-reviewed. Google that shit on Google Scholar, bro. I'm telling you. That shit is sourced. Um, and me and Rach at dinner, we're sitting there, and I don't remember how this conversation come up, but we was talking about, like, um, like past relationships and how they ended and shit. I'm trying to remember how, how we got onto it. I don't remember, but... It was so fucking funny because I'm telling Rach, I'm just like, oh, what was it? Voice. She said she was talking about someone with an annoying voice or something. And I was like, yo, voice. She was saying, no, bang, bang. I figured it out. She was saying, I've got a sexy voice. And and that's neither here nor there, you know? I mean, it's sourced, but hey, what, what can I say? Um... But see, she's saying I got a sexy voice and shit, and I was just like, "Oh, oh, that's what's up." What I don't remember what I said, but then she said, "I never realized until meeting you how important voice is." And then she said she used to see somebody that had a real annoying voice, and she didn't, she didn't realize that. But she said she was always in like a shitty mood around him, and she didn't know until like recently that it was because he had the most annoying voice, right? And that made me just say, that's so funny. Like, cause sometimes I think about like situations or relationships, situationships or relationships that didn't work out. Right. And I'm, and I, and I'm like, I don't know why that didn't work out. Like, 
But, and then I think like back in the day, I was probably like to my boys like, oh man, like fucking chicks are crazy, bro. Like, oh, she was fucking psycho. And then you look back and then you realize why that shit broke down. It was actually my fault. You know, like I'm the problem, bro. Why? And, um, and if you don't know what I just did, that little ad lib there, why? If you don't know, if you don't know why I did that, let me break it down for you real quick. Cause this, sometimes you get a little bit of hip hop knowledge when you listen to the welcome to the potty podcast. And I just said, I was the problem. Problem is an artist, a musical artist, a hip hop artist. And his ad lib is why. And so that's what I just did when I said I was the problem. So, I mean, for me at the welcome to the potty podcast, easy money, it's easy money, bro. Thank you, money maker Mitch. Um, yeah, and it's so crazy to look back and like be able to like, what's it called? Like, get get introspective or whatever, and realize like that you made mistakes and that that like sometimes you think that someone else did something, but you really did something. And sometimes I still, sometimes I still wonder about my basketball career in that way. Sometimes I still wonder if, if I'm one day going to realize that it was all my fault. But, um, I think I'm, I've looked so far inside myself, like in the last couple of years and still haven't come to that, that I think, I think at times I was hard done by, Hey, I wasn't as good as I thought I was going to be. All right. I grew up, I wanted to play in the NBA that didn't happen. And then, you know, you, you know, I got, I still got to play pro here and there. And, and that was good enough for me. I was happy with it. You know, I didn't become a millionaire or nothing, but you know, I, that wasn't the point. The point wasn't to become rich and famous, man. The point was to be able to play professional ball, make some money off the shit. And that's what I did. And, you know, I can say that I played pro ball and that's dope. There's some things that happened that I thought was bullshit in my career. And I still do think. But then there's things where I think I got I got given I got give, given a real good shot at some points, you know. And at some points, some points I was hard done by, but it wasn't nobody's fault. It was like a situation. There was a situation where I thought I should have played for a particular team um, because one of our star players was injured, and I thought that was a perfect opportunity. And I didn't get to, I didn't get to suit up and, um, I always wondered what the issue was. And then later I found out it was a financial issue. Uh, you know, who knows if they had the money, who knows if they would have picked me, they could have picked someone else, but they picked nobody, which pissed me off, you know? And that's, but then it wasn't there. It wasn't like the coach. It wasn't the owner. It was just like financially, they couldn't afford to to put another player out there when they like when they didn't have to, you know? So that's that's what happens when you get introspective. You start to wonder. But I still think like like I said, there's there's relationships that I've had where now I realize what I did. Like it and I, when I say what I did, it doesn't mean I did some fuck shit. Like it's not like I went and cheated or whatever, but there's there's things that you do. Maybe you're too much. You're too clingy. Maybe you're too possessive. You know, maybe you're, uh, 
Um, yeah, possessive is probably the worst one. I don't think I'm so much of that, but I think I have been that. Not like super like psycho status, but definitely to an extent insecure. I've been insecure. Probably still am a little bit, probably. Maybe. Probably. But for me, the like for me to keep saying probably and maybe that probably means that that I'm not super like insecure because there's nothing that I do to Rachel that makes it be like that she would be annoyed at me for being so insecure. Whereas there's previous relationships where I've been insecure and they've been like, fuck this dude, you know, like leave me alone guy or whatever. Not like that at all, right? But like inside my head, maybe sometimes I'm probably like, oh, this makes me feel uncomfortable. But what, what do I get out of saying that? And what does Rachel get? Rachel probably gets guilty if I say it. And if I say it, I'm, she either, she either goes to like, if she's going somewhere and I'm not comfortable and I say I'm not comfortable, she either goes and feels guilty or out of the kindness of her heart, she doesn't go to something that she wanted to go to. And both of those things are bad things. So you keep it to yourself. Maybe you have that conversation later once she's gone and she's had a good time. If it bothers you that much, you maybe have that conversation later. But also, she comes home and you realize that you probably didn't even need to be worried. So you never have that conversation because you don't need to. Because you need to work that in. You need to work that out in yourself, not in... she. That's nothing that you need to talk to her about. That's not her problem, you know? And that is just... That is just um, uh, metaphorical, bro. Uh, because... That is just high hypothetical. That's what I was trying to say. Metaphorical. I'm fucking retarded, bro. Um, that is just hypothetical because I don't remember the last time that I felt uncomfortable, but I feel like I've still got that shit in me somewhere. Do you understand? I don't fucking know. I don't know, bro. But then like, but then there's guys out there that project their bullshit onto their girlfriend. Like, they cheated, right? And so then they get paranoid that their girl's cheating because it's like, if I'm doing it, why wouldn't she be doing it? Like that's subconsciously what's going on. So so you need to stop fucking, you know? You need to quit fucking, bro, because your insecurities now, you, div- you made those. She didn't do anything to you. You did it to her, but now you're making it like she did it to you because of your guilt. Your guilt manifests itself in that way. This is the... Welcome to the psychological potty, bro. This is podcology, bro. Podcology. This is psychology, bro. You know? Um, Sometimes I try so hard and it just doesn't work to get those puns happening. But let me just have a sip of this tea. I could feel my voice getting a bit... <clears throat> scratchy. I think I'm getting sick. I haven't gone to the gym for two days because I told like Lavelle, I haven't been feeling too good when I wake up, but I only just started this new job. So I can't take sick days or nothing. So what I have to, what I feel like I have to do is get rid of the gym. So I stopped, I haven't gone to the gym in two days. That's why I went for the run tonight in the fucking rain, which probably was a stupid idea if I'm getting sick. But then you feel like you're getting fat and you're getting sick at the same time. And it's so hard, bro. It's so hard to balance that shit sometimes. Um, 
But yeah, there's dudes out there that like, you know how dudes want to like check your phone and shit and want your passcode and shit. You know what? That's because they got, um, they got like Snapchat premium or some shit, bro. You know, you know what Snapchat premium is, bro. That's when, that's when a girl that's got titty implants and ass implants and lip fillers and fucking, you know, a weave fucking you know she got her collarbones shaped up you know she went she went to dog to miami and said can you hook my collarbones i need you to remove two of my ribs and put them up here to make my my collarbones more prominent you know and then i'm staring at you and you think it's because you look good and i'm like and and i'm thinking you're a snack and i don't mean that in the term of like oh she's a snack like she's hot i mean you look like a McRib sandwich. You look like a McRib sandwich from the neck up, bro. You're all, you're all ribbed up from the collarbones up. Because Dr. Miami's fucking playing Legos with your body and shit. And then, you, and then you go on Instagram and you put in your bio, Hey guys, don't forget to sign up to my Snapchat premium. And I got to tell you this. Any of you fuckboys out there that's paying money for Snapchat premium, bitches... You're a fuck boy, bro. You're a pussy, bro, and you got no self-esteem. Bro, what? So you got so you got the whole internet. You got the whole internet, red tube, porn hub, um, you know, probably triplex.com, Brazzers, Bang Bang Bros, you know? Quiji Boa. Um, you got all that shit. You got all that shit, bro, and you're going to just pay some some bitch on Snapchat to just bend over, bro, and start rubbing her thang? Bro, I can see that for free right now. I'll Google it right now and play it on the podcast, bro. But I'm not, I'm also, I'm not, also, I'm also not into that explicit tree internet. I'm not into the dark webs, bro. No, sir. No, sir. I'm off that I'm off that pornography, bro. And I think I've talked about this before. Um I'm afraid. I'm afraid about pornography. I don't think it's healthy. I think I think we're gonna see more more dudes that's got um erectile dysfunction than ever in a in our younger generation, because they're used to seeing all this fucking ah, ah, fuck yeah, like all this wild shit, bitches squirting and like fucking tugging dudes with their feet, bro, and, like, getting tied up in these fuck machines. All that shit, bro. Wild shit, fucking strap-on action, fucking scissor sisters, all that shit, bro. You know? That fucking sadomasochism, bro, like, where you fucking... You get fucking smacked out. You get smacked up while you fuck. All that shit, bro. And we're gonna have dudes that's... That's all fucking jacked up on pornography, bro. That's all just like, ah, uh, ah, uh, you know? Dudes are like getting boners while they drive and shit because they watched porn in the morning and then they fucking jack off all over their windshield, bro. It's not easy stuff to clean. That's that's a hazard, bro. That's a road hazard. You, There's people that's probably dying from jacking off on their windscreen, bro. I'm sure it's an epidemic. It's all unsourced here at the Welcome to the Potty podcast. But I'm just, that's what I'm saying, bro, is 
pornography, I think is dangerous. I think if you want to have a healthy, I think, Hey, if you're single bro, and you're not really like having regular intercourse, go ahead and watch a little bit of pornography, bro. But if you're in a relationship or, or you're fucking regularly, if you're fucking regularly, don't be greedy. Don't always be trying to ejaculate everywhere. If you're fucking regularly, just take it easy. If you're in a relationship, you need to calm down because either one, you're going to beat, you're going to beat your meat so much that you don't feel like fucking your beautiful woman anymore, right? Making that sweet, sweet love, bro. You're not going to feel like that anymore. Or, or two, you're going to jack off so much that she's going to, she's going to get She's going to get ready for it one time and then, and you, you know, you think she's beautiful still and you're going to try, but your, your dick's not going to get up because she's not doing that freaky shit that you were just watching. You're getting desensitized. You're getting desensitized to the pussy, bro, is the easiest way that I can put it. And I'm sorry to be crass, but that's why I'm off that, that explicit tree, bro. The dark webs. I'm off that shit. The only time I'm on the dark webs is when I'm looking for like some shit about, um, you know, Putin or whatever, some, some super secret spy shit. Cause they call me, um, James pond, double O seven, bro. Double O potty. Um, I'm a, I'm a spy, bro. And so that's the only time I get on the dark webs or, or if I want to steal some, um, movies or something, but I don't really do that, you know? For the YouTube watches, I don't really do that. You know, I've got Netflix and shit. I'll be paying my subscriptions. Shut the fuck up. Um, yeah, bro, but Snapchat Premium. So you can get you can get free porn, bro, at any moment of the day that you choose. And you're just gonna pay some random bitch that will never fuck you. You're gonna pay her money, bro. That's interesting. How about these bitches get a job? You know? How about these hookers, these prostitutes, bro? How about they get a job, bro? How's that fucking sound? Oh, Clay, you're slut shaming. Oh, how about... mm, If sluts are so dope, how about you suck my dick, bro? Because I'm... Yeah, I'll, I'll shame the hell out of these sluts, bro. You think, you think I'm going to go to work every day and, and fucking bust my ass while you sit at home and bust your pussy wide open just, just for a dollar, bro. I don't No, That's lazy. That's lazy hooking too. If you're going to be a hooker, fuck somebody and work hard. Don't be a Snapchat premium hooker, bro. And if you're a guy, bro, and you're paying for this shit, stop right now, bro. Email me and I'll fucking, I'll, you don't even need to sign up for a dating service. Email me and send me a picture of yourself, not your penis, just your face, bro. Maybe, maybe like a full body shot with clothes on. Send me a fucking dating profile to welcome to the party at gmail.com and I'll hook you up. I'll find you a partner. Easy, bro. Easy. We got an algorithm here at the welcome to the party dating service and, and we, we gets, we gets lonely cats. Um, we get lonely cats, uh, a McRib sandwich for them, bro. We'll get you a McRib sandwich or collarboned up, bro. Guaranteed. Email welcome to the potty at gmail.com if you need a girlfriend, bro. And, um, and unsubscribe to those Snapchat premiums, bro, because 
Shame on them sluts, bro. For real. Shout out to Amber Rose, though. She doesn't even have Snapchat premium, though. So, like, when she... She's talking about slut shaming as in, like, you know, girls fucking too many guys. And fuck that. That's fine. Get your bodies up. I did in my day. You know? Am I a slut? So be it. Don't... But I don't... I don't... I don't shame sluts for that. I shame YouTube premium. I mean, Snapchat premium sluts, bro. That's what I shame. Because guys... That's that's a relationship ruiner too. Cause cause guys guys get so fooled into that, bro. Cause they think that they're getting like special treatment. It's like going to the strippers. <laughs> no, no, she likes me, bro. Shit. She's retarded, bro. I dated a stripper though for three months. Fuck, that was a that was a roller coaster. That was some ups and downs, bro. That was a, uh, that was when you press shift and that key next to the number one on your keyboard that looks like this, looks like a wave. It was like that, bro. It was a roller coaster, bro. Ups and downs constantly. Oh, bro. Bro, that's not a, uh, that's not, that's a, that's that, that's, (laughs) that's that explicit tree, bro. That's that dark arts. That stripping, bro. Whoa. I still, if I go to the strip club in this day and age, I got a girlfriend. I still, you know, I've been there a few times with with the boys from time to time. But um, you know, buck shows and all this, and they get to talk, and and I'm like, no, thank you. I'll just watch the girl on the stage. That's all I need. I'm here for the stage, my boy. I'll give my boy some cash. I'll even give my boy some cash if it's his buck show. You go get. You go to the back room. I'm not going. So then you can, I'm back there and you can tell me, oh, you can fuck me in the ass for 1500 bucks. Well, one, what I look like, what do I look like? I know I look rich, bro. I look rich. I'm not, I'm not as rich as you, as I look when I'm in the fucking strip club, you know, you're in the strip club and you're six, seven and black kind of swole bro because you go to the morning gym every morning with Lavelle bro and you fucking pump iron it's better than coming I'm coming to the left I'm coming I'm <laughs> coming to I'm coming in the day I'm coming in the night it's better than coming walk in there looking like this all swole got my hair fucking all moneyed up you're gonna come straight over to me and be like do you wanna get a room Nah, bitch. I want to sit right here. I want you to go. I want you to stop wasting your time on me and go make your money on one of these suckers, bro. Hey, my friend, my friend, Jordy, right here. I had to try and say, <laughs> I had to try and say someone's name that's not um, like in my immediate friendship circle. But shout out to my actual friend, Jordy, who I haven't seen in years. I miss you, bro. But yeah, my friend, Jordy, right here. You got to, um, Trust me, he's a sucker. Talk to him. He'll hey, he'll bang you in the ass for fifteen hundred. You know, like get the fuck away from me, bro. I want to go home and make sweet, sweet love to my girl without, without having erectile issues. You know, I don't trust. I don't trust the dark webs or the explicitary uh, professions. You know, um, fuck. Sometimes I just so. Every party, bro, I get to talking about some shit I had no fucking idea I was about to even talk about uh, on the party, man. 
Um, so, Triple M, take us to the news anyway. Alright, so this is a bit of Australian politics here. Scott Morrison got... He was in Albury at like some women's convention centre or something. Shit, I got a booger. I wish I could pick my nose, but I'm on camera. Um, but like, it's so weird that I just said that. And now you know that when I'm off camera, I'm going to pick my nose. And so you already know I'm going to pick my nose anyway, but I'm still not going to do it because I don't want you to actually see me pick my nose. I don't know. It's a big, it's a big fucking, it's a big fucking conundrum here at the Welcome to the Potty podcast. But, um, Scott Morrison, who is our current prime minister, I know it's hard to keep up. We've had 15 prime ministers in the last 35 minutes. Um, but he's at this women's convention center or some shit like that doing his political rounds, not really giving a fuck about where he is or why he's there, just trying to pick up votes. You understand? You know how they they do that. Um, and a, uh, a protester threw an egg at this cat. Check this out. I don't know what ScoMo's fucking head's made out of, but the egg bounced off his head without, without cracking. What? And this motherfucker thought she was going to get all types of juice for this shit because Egg Boy got the other cat, you know, up in Queensland. Um, But that was for an actual fucking reason. This is just a copycat bitch doing copycat shit. You understand? And sometimes you got to rhyme on the Welcome to the Potty podcast. But she she thought she was going to get that that uh, positive attention for, for Egg and this cat. Too bad the egg bounced off of this dude and then hit like an old lady or some shit. It's all on source here at the Welcome to the Potty podcast. But you're just a copycat. You're not even, you're not even original, bro. Sis, it was female. She's been arrested for um, common assault and possession of a prohibited drug or substance or whatever, whatever the charge is, bro. My fucking mustache is too long. I need to trim it. Um. So, yeah, that shit backfired on this idiot. And you're a copycat, bro. Be more original. You got to hit him with some some wild shit. You got to throw like a chicken curry at his head, bro. Scott Morrison. You got you to gotta throw like a chicken pot pie at Scott Morrison, bro, and call him Chicken Pot Morrison. You understand? You got to do something creative instead of doing exactly what Egg Boy did. And Egg Boy is a hero. And you're an idiot. And that's how I see it here at the Welcome to the Potty podcast. Um, the Met Gala, I think it was uh, yesterday. Um, now, I swear that this shit just happened like a couple months ago, but I guess it's been a whole year. Uh, I saw some pictures. Now, now I like to hate on the Kardashians and the Jenners because they give me the the utmost shits, but they were all looking fine. You know, they was looking fine as hell. Cardi B and Nicki Minaj, my God, my God, oh Lord, fuck bro, those two ladies, I don't even know, I don't know how to say, but what, looking at those two ladies on like Instagram and shit is basically the dark web bro, Cardi B was just naked the other day, talking about like how her ass She's got a fat ass and it cushions the dick while it's in the pussy and all this wild shit, bro. And like, she's a celebrity. 
everyone's getting cancelled for all this wild shit and she just says wild shit like that and it's always like that's cardi and like it is and it is kind of it is kind of um what's the fucking word uh like when endearing it's kind of endearing with her because she's so real and so like hood but like i mean i wouldn't wife her no way and i know she only used to be a stripper and she's not anymore but she's still like I don't know. It's just a little bit off-putting to for someone to be like talking like that and getting getting stalkers on Instagram and all that shit. But hey, that's the dark webs, bro. Sometimes the Instagram looks like the dark webs. I've had I've unfollowed all the the sexy ladies off my Instagram. Um, uh, I don't know about money maker Mitch. He might have some sexy ladies on the Welcome to the Potty Instagram and money maker Mitch. Um, I think I think you got to. I think you got to get off the dark webs, bro. Cause uh, sometimes, sometimes we sit in here on the pod on the podcast, and money making Mitch is in here uh, sweating, bro. And I just wonder what he's sweating for. And I think it's because he hasn't beat off in like ten minutes. I'm like, money making Mitch, are you okay? And sometimes he doesn't even respond to me, so I don't know what's going on with money making Mitch right now. He's just, but he still gets that content out there, and that's all that matters. That's all that matters. Do you guys do you guys honestly think that um you know how Tiger Woods and like Terry Crews and all these celebrities think they're sex addicts? I've never met I've met drug addicts, alcoholics, um gambling addicts, um gaming addicts. I've met a lot of addicts through my profession. Okay? And even just friends of mine or sometimes even just people that I've met and talked to. And I've met a lot of addicts. I've not once met a sex addict. Is that just a Hollywood disease? It sounds like bullshit. Because like I was saying before, if you haven't enough of it, it's not as fun. Like, bro, sometimes back in college, bro, sometimes when you're going back to back to back and it's all, it's all that, those different Chinese, bro. It's not the same Johnny and it's back to back. Sometimes it's just exhausting. And then sometimes you get, yeah, I just get a little bit sick of it. No Bruno, bro. I'm not talking that Ringo star shit where you just fuck so many girls that you're like, fuck. I guess I'll start fucking guys even though I'm straight. It wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't like that, bro. No, sorry, Bob. Not here at the Welcome to the Potty podcast. No. But sometimes it's like, fuck, this isn't even enjoyable anymore. You know? It's too much. Can't fuck like, you know, twice a day and shit for, for 10 days. Ah, come on, bro. Not every fucking month can be the start of a relationship. You know how you at the start of a relationship, you're always fucking bro. And then like it dies off. It, like at the start, you're kind of thinking like, oh, I, I love this. I hope it never stops. And then it kind of stops and you're just kind of relieved about it. Not... Like, your life can't just be the start of a relationship. You can't just be fucking all the time, bro. It's a lot. It's energy. It's energy. It's so much energy. And then it's all—it's also, like, you don't want to get tired of the, uh, the downstairs, you know, the downstairs uh, bifold, bro. The downstairs wallet. The downstairs coin purse. The wet... The wet wallet, bro. You don't want to get sick of that. And and I don't and I don't mean that on a Ringo style level. I mean just that that one. You know. There's an old expression. I uh, show me show me the most beautiful woman in the world, and I'll show you the dude that's tired of fucking her. And uh, you know, 
It happens. It happens. But sometimes it's not about that. Sometimes it's about how much she wants to fucking nag you all day the next day after you've just made sweet love. And then she's like, you fucking asshole. Why don't you fucking that, that? And it's just like, well, that's why I'm sick of you. You know, that's why I'm on Snapchat premium. You know, watching this bitch with silicon butt cheeks, silicon mouth and silicon fucking titties with veneers with those big fucking ceramic grills in their mouths like they look so crazy these bitches. isn't it crazy bro that we used to make fun of michael jackson remember that remember that before before all the kitty fiddling stuff it was all about like look what's this nigga doing to his face he looks like a white woman and now white women are starting to look like black women they're doing the exact same thing and black women look like white women Latoya Jackson, Janet Jackson, Lil Kim, Nicki Minaj. Have you ever seen a picture of Nicki Minaj when she was younger? She was black as hell. Now she's like my color. And I granted I'm a nice fucking color. I'm I'm fucking I'm a nice color, bro. But I would never go lighter, not for nobody. Not for nobody, bro. Not for not for nobody. Okay. Um, Nicki Minaj, she's she's on that cream. Lil Kim, she's on that cream and laser and fucking maybe maybe even skin layer removals or some types of shit. She she's looking pasty. She's like she's on that Sammy Sosa, bruh. Telling you, what the fuck? How did I start talking about that? Um. I've got no fucking idea. Um, Triple M, let's go to that poor posture of the week here. Poor posture of the week. Alright, we got a few emails here now. We're going to start, I guess we'll go to the bottom of the list here. So, um, where was it? Yeah, this shit's wild. So, the, the heading here. Come on. We should really load these up beforehand. Um, the heading here on this article uh, sent in by Jessica. Oh, shit. Moneymaker Mitch. If we can get a little clap for Jessica. Uh, I always love getting a little bits of uh, the the female the female audience sending in some shit, bro. Fucking love that shit. Um, so, preserving a loved one's tattoos after death. Um that's some creepy shit, bro. That's that, that's that taxidermy, bro. That's that, that's that taxidermy, bro. You understand? That's that tattoo taxidermy, bro. That taxidermy. Okay. Um, I don't know, bro. Would you consider preserving the tattoo of a loved one who has died? It becomes an increasingly common request from people in their final weeks. Now, now that's creepy because what the fuck does the cat look like that's getting buried? Just all skinless, just all 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 Freddy Krueger like. You're just taking their skin off and what framing it? What are you doing? Putting it on a lamp, Mister Buffalo Bill? What are you What are you doing, bro? Um. Oh shit! Readers may find an image below distressing. Ladies and gentlemen, we're making history here because I might throw up. I might throw up for the first time on the Welcome to the Potty podcast. Let me finish this tea just to fill my stomach up beforehand. 
Let's have a look here. Chris Wenzel's lifelong love affair with tattooing became began when he was just nine years old. Um, when his aunt asked him to design her a tattoo, one he ended up partly inking on her skin himself. Okay, we don't need his whole life story. Okay. Um, but before he died, he had a request. Chris died last October of a heart failure after struggling for years with ulcerative colitis, leaving her and the couple's five sons behind. He was 41. Before he died, he had a request. He wanted his tattoos preserved. Yo, that's kind of bothering me, bro, because Rachel has... Uh, and I, I'm sorry, Rach, if you don't want, you know, this information out there. She tells, I mean, she tells like all of her friends and people around us, but um, maybe, maybe not best to say on the podcast, but um, uh, ask for, ask for um, forgiveness, not permission in, in that up. So Rachel actually has got ulcerative colitis. So, I mean, that's a gut thing though, right? Not a heart thing. I don't know. Before he died, he had a request. He wanted his tattoos preserved. Ms. Wenzel says her husband always has been fascinated by preserved bodies and by other similar artifacts they had come across on museum visits. Then Chris Wenzel discovered Save My Ink Forever, a family-run business based in Cleveland, Ohio. He told his wife, why would I want to have all these hours of tattoo work put into my body for me to be buried with them? The company, owned by Michael and Kyle Sherwood, works with funeral homes in the US, the UK, and Canada to preserve the tattoos of people who have died as a memorial for their loved ones. The father and son, both embalmers and funeral directors, launched the company just over two years ago. And then there's a picture of this cat's fucking skin, bro, like in a frame. His whole back and arm pieces, which is actually kind of, it looks kind of dope, but also kind of like, it is kind of disturbing. It is kind of disturbing just thinking like you've got, you got Duke's skin in your house, bro. Um, yeah, that's wild. That's wild. So, oh, I mean, that's, I guess that's not poor posture of the week. Um, it is kind of like, I don't know. It's kind of gross. What do you guys think, man? Can you guys email me in at uh, welcome to the potty at gmail.com? about what you think of tatsidermy, bro, which is a, a, a term that's been coined by the uh, the Welcome to the Potty podcast that's never been actually uh, fucking used before. Tatsidermy. Um, yeah, that's wild though, bro. Uh, thanks, Jessica, for sending that in. But uh, I'm not... I'm not sure if that's poor posture or not. I'm still a bit... I'm still... I'm still a bit... I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't know about it. I don't, yeah. Yeah, not sure. Um, next, we got these fucking teenagers, bro. These young cats that um, we don't really fuck with these young cats too much, bro. Now, listen. People are embracing nostril hair. Oh, man. Triple M, what's this? Can you get it off? Dude, get that fucking shit off. <sighs> this is fucked. Um, I can still I I'll read the I'll read the fucking um heading. 
Oh, for fuck's sake. Is this shit crashed? Oh, God! Oh, my computer's broken. That's great. Thank you so much. I love that. Fucking hell. Okay. Um, people are embracing nostril hair and getting thick extensions in bizarre new trend. It's the beauty trend nobody asked for, but it's here nonetheless. While men and women have been fighting against unruly nostril hair for generations, the latest fad seems to be incorporating nostril hair extensions into your life. Yes, you can now kiss goodbye to the eye-watering pain of plucking and the fiddliness of trimming your nose hair. The brave new look was first championed by Instagrammer Gret Chen Chen. Now, I don't... I actually really don't mean to be racist here, but I, I definitely mean to be racist. I'm not surprised that this girl's name is Gret Chen Chen because this is for sure an Asian thing to do. Um, I've got the spinning wheel of death, Triple M. This bitch has got what looks like eyelash extensions stuck in her nose. And she's a fuck boy. She is a fuck boy. Okay? Um... She used false eyelashes to nailed it to achieve the avant-garde aesthetic. But we imagine if you're blessed in the nose hair department, you won't need to resort to falsies. It did not take long for others to seize upon the look, and voila, the tag "nose hair extensions" was born. Or real original. A quick glance at this tag will show you just how popular it's become. As an aside, we're not sure how advisable it is to use eyelash glue up your nose, so that's something to be aware of. And then you've just got... Bruh, this is for sure. I guarantee, and I'm going to tell you guys to go check it out. Eyelash extensions. No. Nose... What is it? Nose hair extensions. Go to nose hair extensions. Uh, hashtag nose hair extensions on Instagram. And I guarantee you're going to see a whole lot of Asians. And I'm sorry to say that. I really am. But I don't mean to be the bearer of bad, of bad news. And this isn't always the shit that you want to hear here at the Welcome to the Potty podcast. But it's the shit you need to hear. Um, oh, sneezes, Christ. Boom. I'm here all week. Um, and I think we got one more here. New Jersey teacher. Fuck. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. Why does this guy look like my old agent, bro? A New Jersey teacher fired twice and busted for porn got hired again. I told you, bro, that explicit tree content, bro. That fucking... That... Them dark webs, bro. Fuck. Being a part... Being a part of that fucking explicit tree, bro. That, bro, he got fired twice and busted for porn and got hired again, bro. That's that, that's that dark webs, bro. That's that third time lucky.com, bro, that he's probably on. Hold on. Hold on. Let's just third time lucky. Hold on. How do you spell lucky? Lucky Lucky.com. (laughs) <laughs> this fucking oh it's not even it's not even porn I thought that was going to be a porn site for sure but it's not um 
a New Jersey art teacher. Of course he's an art teacher. Art teachers are all porn addicts, bro. I used to have an art teacher called, um, oh, fuck, Jeremy will know. Jeremy, if you're listening, make sure you send in our art teacher's name to welcome to the potty at gmail.com. Um, and she was so crazy, bro. She was, she was a, like, she wasn't old, but she was like old enough, but she was like a hippie and she was just a wild cowboy. Like she was, she had the most character out of anybody, um, in the whole school, bro. She was lit. Miss Patterson, Mrs. Patterson, I think it was. She was so turned, bro. And, um, but you could kind of tell, you could kind of tell that she was like a sexual deviant, bro. And the internet was pretty new back then. So you probably had to download pornography and then watch it later. So she probably had um, LimeWire on while we were at school. She probably had it on at home downloading downloading some sort of wild video. She used to wear, she used to wear big leather boots. So probably some, some sadomasochistic pornography, bro. And she probably used to make sure her bandwidth was all fucking ready to rumble before she left home in the morning. And she would get home and she would probably have to watch that shit. Whips and chains and whatnot, as Rihanna used to say in that song. I think that's the lyrics. It's all on source here at the Welcome to the Party podcast. Whips and chains and whatnot. That's what she says, isn't it? Um, fuck, New Jersey. New Jersey's getting up there with uh, with Texas and Florida lately. Um, what do you do if you've been arrested once? fired twice from teaching positions, caught with pornography on your school computer and had your troubled past exposed in a major news investigation. For Sean Cheer, Cheer boy! The easy answer was apply and get hired for yet another teaching job, bro. That's that third time lucky.com, bro. And um, I don't want to talk about what this guy looks like because he looks so much like my old agent. So... I mean, if he listens, I don't want to offend him because this guy is definitely his brother, bro. And who sent this in? Uh, Jesus, this is a long one. Whoever sent this in. What do we got here? Aaron? (gasps) Oh, hold on. Oh, Adam. I don't know. I don't have my glasses on, but it's another guy. Guy sent that in. Oh, who sent in the nose hair one? Because I shouted out Adam and I shouted out, I think it was Jessica. Um, Let's just do a quick shout out to this nose hair person um, who I hope isn't Asian because I shitted on Asians. Oh, shit. Zara. Zara. Um, not an Asian name, so I think we could be safe here, but shout out to my Asian listeners. If you're there, I I do love you, but, uh, make sure you don't fucking put nose hair extensions in your fucking head, bro. Um, you know, man, this is so much fun. I fucking love doing this shit. I don't know. I don't even remember what I talked about. Um, a lot of explicitary stuff, dark webs, porn, a lot of that today. Um, but it's cool, bro. It's cool. Sometimes you got to talk about this shit. Sometimes you got to help people through their bullshit um, and all of that. But uh, yeah, man, I think 
I think uh, I think this was a good episode. I had I actually had so much fun. I actually had so much fun tonight for some reason, even though I've got no one here. I know you guys are listening though. It's hump day. Happy hump day. Happy payday to some of you. Hope it's payday tomorrow for the rest. Hope it was payday yesterday for the rest. I hope you guys have full pockets. Um, and you know, we're on our way to the weekend now. And um, yo, be safe, treat each other well, you and treat yourselves well because you do des- you do deserve that. Um and make sure that you tell a friend to tell a friend about the Welcome to the Potty podcast because we we want to grow this motherfucker. Alright? I love you guys. This is Welcome to the Potty. And as always, bung bung. Baby,